Bo's Cafe. Hello, hello, hello. Ooh, nice shirt today. Thank you. I'm Whoa, so proud wait, of it. Where do you get this shirt? Well, <laughs> this would be the $2.99 oh, shirt oh, from man. Dillard's. That but originally probably oh, $85. Oh, oh this shirt. $80 yeah. if maybe yeah. on a sale. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I these, know, these we are, are actually selling them to you <laughs> if you go to our website. <laughs> you know, we could we could do something like that. Autograph right? shirts by John Lynch? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. We yeah. sell seven we of can. those. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> absolutely. Easy. Oh, gosh. Anyway, I'm, I'm impressed with But very nice. Yeah, very nice. like, what is it, linen? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's going to be cool in the uh, desert heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very nice. You know, um, they're selling bamboo shirts now. That's very, what I hear. Very soft. That's very, what I hear. And 3% uh, more breathing action. Wow. I don't know if the 3% is worth it. I the... think you feel that 3%. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you can certainly feel the fabric, I'm yeah. telling you. We are in our, like, a fourth or fifth week on the ascent of a leader. Yep. And... Um, we're getting to the second rail of this integrated ladder, this character ladder. I wish you could see Bruce's book. There isn't a page that doesn't, it almost looks like there's no page that is not marked. I mean, what good like is that book. when everything is marked? <laughs> everything yeah. is marked. Look, I'll hold it up to the microphone and you can yeah. hear yeah. how marked it is. Uh, I'm holding it up. It's an old book by now. Yeah. Wrote it 15 years ago. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. Hoover was president, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So back to the second rail, though. This rail that goes with the first, the environments of grace rail, this rail, relationships of trust. And I, I just want to ask, uh, why are relationships of trust so important? And when, when I say relationships of trust, you know, what do you think about it? What, mm. what comes to mind? Well, I always have to take things to current life, and I, I was in a as, life... As opposed to the previous well, lives that you yeah, had? You know. yeah. Yeah, I, was, I was a and, walrus. And, and, and next week on Reincarnation. Yeah. Yeah. I must have yeah, done yeah. a really good job as a walrus, because I've showed up with a pretty good life. You know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just mean, like, I, I'm going to talk about current life as opposed to, you know, when years 12, ago or yeah. Yeah. generalistic... Um, I, I realized that I can get into a, a thought pattern where I feel like, um, people that I care a lot about that maybe I've failed them or maybe that I'm not good enough in this season for how much they should love me. And I start to think that way and maybe I don't even realize it. And eventually I realize that no matter how much they want to love me and care for me that I don't trust their love, not because of anything that they've done necessarily, but because I don't feel like I should be worthy of it. And that's a completely inaccurate view. Satan is, you know, stoking that fire all day long. Um, but even when I am not the one who doesn't feel like the other person is trustworthy, I can still not trust someone's love. And what that does to me is it, it makes me miss out completely on the very thing I need for life. The very thing I need to pull me out of this funk is to be loved. And I'm saying, no matter how well you do, I'm not going to trust you because I don't think that you should love me. And that has happened to me uh, ad nauseum throughout life when I don't feel good enough about myself or when I feel like I've failed. So... 
And John, what is the what is the issue with that? I mean, why why does David need to be loved anyway? I mean, Something what, what, to do with the walrus thing. I'm sure. uh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about the walrus. Would well, you? It, it, I mean, we we say it all the time. Uh, love is the process of meeting needs. Yeah. So if we don't allow ourselves to be loved by others, we never get our needs met. And and those are given by God so that we could experience love and have our needs fulfilled. So mm-hmm. um needs like like what? Oh, what gosh, security. Um uh, affirmation that that um direction, uh protection. Um uh Love without condition, mm-hmm. uh, so that I. Almost, I was thinking about that when David was talking. Yeah, because there's that acceptance right. That's issue. Right. You know what I struggle with is I miss out on it. I really think in the clutch of when I need it most is that I know better than you. I, I'm I, I have this better than you, and I don't trust. I don't want to live by. Your response. I don't want to live by having to trust your response because it's my life. You don't have the same investment that I do. And so it, when I do that, even though you will fail me, even though you won't get it right all the time, I miss out on it's your way to express your love to me. And so mm-hmm. I miss out on people's mm-hmm. love. And, and I, I think I want that more than anything else mm-hmm. is, is to know that I've been loved and to be able to love. So trust is that component that risks what it will cost for me to to be able to let you love me. And then for you, in this case, to be able to get maybe some direction that you, you, you didn't have before. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And, and, it, and it's not everybody, and it's right. not all the time. It right. is earned. Like, you can give me direction now. I wouldn't have let you give me 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is. Of course, a, we didn't know each other, but then. It, it, don't, don't get in the way with that. <laughs> I mean, sure, if we're going to use facts in this story, a lot of things change. Uh, but, <laughs> but okay, let's say 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah okay. 10, 10 years I, ago. I see yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But that has been a gift to me, is mm-hmm. to have people who, even though it's maybe 90% or 80% or whatever that is, that's better than my self-reference direction that I was giving myself that was worth not much at all. Yeah, yeah. David, when you think of the irony of the the very fact that you, I guess, don't feel worthy or don't feel accepted, and therefore you don't trust, therefore you don't get your need met, do you ever, do you, do you ever find a, a trend of how to break through that? I mean, what what helps you get beyond mm-hmm. that pattern? Well, a lot of times it's when, um, and it's got to be a Holy Spirit thing, when I just realize that I am not, um, I guess in some ways that I don't have to be, not perfect, but I don't have to be the man. I don't have to, because it's scary to actually have needs. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. we do. We know we want them met. We even get mad because our expectation is that they are met. And yet we don't want to be the person who has to have the needs because then we are beholding to someone else loving us, which is a risky business. Mm-hmm. Um, but from time to time, I get convinced, maybe even just by a small thing, that, oh, yeah, 
this person has loved me well in the past, and I can take this risk again, and I can, it's worth it, because this is not a good way to live. I'm not willing to live this way anymore. I'm going to risk it, and everything's going to crash down around me, and then I risk again, and it's like, oh yeah, they, they really do actually love me. And it's grace resets us so fast, it's dizzying. Because here we were sure that everyone was going to leave us and we were going to be, you know, out on the street and we were going to be maybe even over something small, but we build it up. And then all of a sudden someone loves us in something just so small and we receive it. And it's like grace just spins us right around. We're like, what? What was I even thinking? Yeah. But we believed it. Yeah. This reminds us of the phrase we often use that if, if I don't trust you. I can't experience your love, no matter how much you may be waiting to love me. Mm -hmm. Uh, This relationships of trust goes to the heart of love. And if we don't uh, learn how to be a lovey, we don't get to practice what Jesus was saying, that they'll they'll know that you follow me by by how you love. And uh, so very critical. So, yeah, so don't be the big time have it all together guy. Because then you won't feel like you can be loved ever. But I exactly. I was so I was reading the synopsis of this new book by these two professors at MIT, and it's called something like the the new mechanical age or the new computer age or something like that. And basically, it's talking about how in this new economy, it's all about racing with the computers as opposed to against them. You've got to let computers work for you. You've got to let all of your and basically, it's it's t- saying where the economy's going, and if you're going to get ahead, then here's how to do it. And it's fascinating, um, at least the synopsis that I read. And yet, their whole premise is basically learn more, get better, be better, and be smarter. <laughs> oh, thank you. And, and it, it, they're bright, they're brilliant, and they're right. I mean, I bet you could make a ton of money by following the principles in there. However you would still have a wreck of a life. And so you pointed out this Harvard study on page 44 of The Ascent, and it's from a while back, right? But Mm -hmm. it still applies. It says uh, there's this this researcher named Mayo, and it said that uh, in Mayo's research and studies by those who followed in his footsteps determined that the most significant factor affecting organizational productivity was... Not racing with the computers, <laughs> but interpersonal relationships that are developed on the job. Wow. And so at that time, they probably would have said to make sure that your machines are better, to make sure that yeah. your um, supply chain is faster. No, it's all the same. Relationships that are developed on the job are the number one crucial thing for um, organizational productivity. And, and wouldn't you think that'd be true is that's the way God has designed us. We'd love it when empirical evidence like this from Harvard or like we quote Jim Collins a fair bit as well, good to great, actually confirms biblical evidence. And the biblical evidence that we'll get to next week is found in 1 Peter 5, 5 through 6. And, you know, you might, you might just read that or think about First uh, Peter 5, 5 through 6 um, between now and next week when we get onto that first rung yeah. of humility. But this will kind of r- wrap up our little time on the, on the rails, environments of grace, relationships of trust. And then the third, 
component that kind of fits together in a triangle or a tripart uh, piece of this uh, ladder is the first rung, humility. And we'll get to it next week. Bring another uh, new shirt next week, huh? Oh, count on it. Count on it. I've got a bunch of them. You've got a bunch of them? Okay. See you next week. See you next week.